Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, what's up with car hair loss? I'm John Bishop, and I'm overly concerned with hair loss. I'm Lucas Southworth, and I'm overly concerned with how much that didn't fit our usual scheme of opening the episode, but that's all right, John. Very not fun fact. Ooh, right off the by gate. The age of, <laughs> by the age of 50... Did you know that 85% of men will experience significant hair loss? I guess I didn't. (laughs) Do you know that 95% of hair loss can be attributed to some form of alopecia? Oh, is that the disease where you can't grow hair? Can't grow it back? It's a strange skin condition. Did you know that the first signs of hair loss can be found before the age of 21? I did know that. My brother's hairline receded early in college for him. How are things going, John? I'm worried about hair loss. You know, the good news is, I I don't think you come off as uh, outwardly worried about it, you know? (laughs) That's good. I think you're hiding it very well. All right. Apparently, uh, these these facts that I've listed are on creditdonkey.com, so... (laughs) (laughs) Watch it. (laughs) Okay. Creditdonkey.com. Hair loss statistics. Okay, thank you to Credit Donkey, our sponsor this week. Uh, <laughs> Your leading site for hair loss statistics, apparently. And if and you want to insure a donkey, I don't know. Credit Donkey. I'd... Credit cards. Yes. This week Why? on the Kachat. <laughs> we are discussing male pattern baldness. Very tangentially. <laughs> oh, what are we actually talking about then? John, it's much more serious than that, Okay. Much more respected. Okay. A much bigger right, topic let's... than that, you know? All right. Important. It's big. What is it? Okay, it's important. I just kind of want to talk about the Rusties brothers for a while. You know? Uh... Like, like, how much of the episode do you want to talk about the Rusties brothers? John? Like, a few minutes? Because we get, we get, oh, I'll admit, we'll gave, we gave like 10 minutes to uh, Bruce Lee versus the Mountain. So I could imagine we could go for like a whole 20 minutes on the Rusty's Brothers. I'm sure we could make that happen. You know, John, I'm really glad you asked because I would really just love to do the whole episode on the Rusty's Brothers. <laughs> if it's all the same with you. The the whole episode. Yes, I want to do a deep dive into these characters who, in my research, have seven appearances in the Cars universe. <laughs> Did your research tell you how much like screen time in total they get? I bet I could find that out, but I have not. I don't know it right now. No, if I'd have to guess, let's see. 
they got like a sort of lengthy scene at the beginning of Cars 1, uh, and then the rest of them are not that long. So I would say around eight minutes would be my estimate. Okay, so characters that are in these movies for eight minutes, maybe. We're going to talk for like an hour about that? Oh, no, no, no. We're probably going to talk for longer than that, and then I'm going to edit it down to around an hour, Is was my plan. Oh, anyway. boy. Yay. <laughs> okay. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Kachat. It's probably the last one because no one's going to listen after this. <laughs> Folks, I do not take the same attitude John has about this subject. So... I think it's going to be our best episode, and I had to, a little peek behind the curtain, I had to campaign John over multiple texts to get him to agree to do this. So what what's our clever name going to be for this one? Because it's not going to be about male pattern baldness in the Cars universe, so it can't be car pattern baldness. So what? It, what, what, do you, what do you think we're going to call this one? One, car pattern baldness is a terrible pun. It's not even a pun. <laughs> Two, well, you think of a better one. I have a great pun. I have one for our actual episode title. I want to call. I want to call it "Profiles in Carriage," the Rusty's Brothers. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, like "Profiles, Profiles in Carriage." The JFK. JFK wrote it about like some senators. It's a fairly famous piece of text, John. Just because you didn't add heard of it before yeah, I mentioned it doesn't mean... That's real great. Uh, our average listener won't. <laughs> Lucas, what number of people that listen to our podcast are gonna gonna dig that title? 10 million, John. 10 million people. This is gonna be our big break, John. We finally cracked the code. People want to hear about the Rusties brothers. People want to hear about the Rusties brothers, you say? And the way we're going to get them yes, to... Yes, it's what people are clamoring for. And the way we're going to get people to click on this episode is to name the episode Profiles in Courage. No, again, you're not getting it. I want to name it Profiles in Courage, colon, the Rusties Brothers. What do colons have to do with this? They make medicated bumper ointment, not colon medication. You knew what I meant, and you purposely misunderstood to make a joke. And I'm not in a joking mood. I want to talk about the Rusties brothers. Okay. Uh, this You heard it here first on this, our comedy podcast. We're not here to make jokes. We're here to talk about the Rusties brothers, I guess. John, I think a great way for us to start would be to tell people who probably don't know who the Rusties brothers are. Would Lucas, you agree? Who don't know who the Rusties brothers are? Name one person who doesn't understand well, that the Rusties brothers are clearly the two characters in the Cars franchise who own Rusties? Yes, they're the owners of Rusties, which is Lightning's sponsor throughout uh, all of the movies. They appear fairly heavily, uh, that's at a stretch, they appear most heavily in the first Cars movie, uh, and their names are Rusty and Dusty. Their last name is Rusties. So one of them is named Rusty Rusties, which is like, let me tell you, 30% of the reason I wanted to do this episode is because one of them is literally named Rusty Rusties. 
with the the hyphen. Oh, next thing you're gonna tell me his name's Rusty Carman Rusties. Oh, like Mario Jumpman Mario? Was that the? Yes, that's the joke. Got it. Uh, what's Luigi's middle name? Jump Boy, because he has to be lesser than his brother. But he's taller. Yeah, but they certainly don't give Luigi anything else. He can jump further? He can, usually. He's also consistently portrayed as a coward. Yeah. Luigi Guigi Mario. That's pretty good. That's it. We got there, folks. Stop. Stop giving us the real answer. We already got it, you know? We got it. Got it in five. Yes. And I do need to really quick make sure everyone understands that their last name is Rusty's. And like, if you look at the episode title, because even if John talks me off the, the cliff with uh, Profiles and Courage, the Rusty's brothers, I imagine Rusty's will appear in the title somewhere. The hyphen in the middle of it is part of their last name. Their last name has a hyphen in the middle of it. It's Rust hyphen E-Z-E. That's their last name. That's what they decided to name these characters is Rusty and Dusty Rusty's. I think Easy E is the name of a rapper. Also, wouldn't Easy E just be Ez? I mean, that's certainly not how they pronounce it in the movies. Rusty and Dusty Rustez. Oh boy. Yes, but these two care. Yeah, like, like I said, they they are constant supporters of Lightning. They are his first ever sponsor. He almost leaves them at the end of the first movie, but he discovers the power of friendship or whatever. Uh, then they are not in the second movie whatsoever. Uh, so you gave back. them eight minutes, knowing full well they're not in one of the movies? Yes, they're in a decent little portion of the first one, and like, select scenes of the third one. Uh, but okay. it's the third one, as I'm saying. Uh, they come back and like, they sell their company to the, to, uh, who voices the bad guy? Nathan Fillion. They, yeah, they sell the Rusties to Nathan Fillion's character, because... I don't know, he could do better for lightning. That part didn't make much sense to me. Uh, but yeah, that's just pretty much their whole part in the Cars movies. Yeah, but I think and there's a far more important part that they play. I'd love it if you told me, John. I would just love it. See, this is an interesting thing that I've, I've probably brought up before, but uh, there was a point in Cars 3 where it looked like lightning was missing a piece of his outside and it it looked like you had like a bald spot on what would have been his head and you know how the cars universe decided to show baldness and covering up said baldness i mean i do but they put grass on him they put grass on him lucas the man wears grass they certainly did you want to know who else wears grass again i know the answer but no one like no one wears grass that's true And it, it's Rusty is the one. Rusty Rusty's is the one who has what is effectively a toupee made of grass. Yeah, I don't get it. Which I think we may mention briefly in the fashion episode, but I, who can remember the fashion episode? So weird, weird thing I want to go on a tangent about, aside from that kind of hair. Why is it that they have decided that so many of these cars are going to have what is obviously a mustache so many of them have the mustache because of just the general design of cars and uh with the way they do that they give 
so many characters mustache and then the same technique they use to give people mustaches that same part that is on those cars it's on the queen oh man is it they gave the queen a mustache oh my gosh really they gave the queen a mustache let's see cars two queen car <laughs> yeah okay maybe that's like famously the kind of car she drives or something i don't know a ton about the queen yes but like i see this and then i see that both rusty and dusty have mustaches clearly one of them has a toupee the other one doesn't what's going on with the like hair in this universe you might have a bald spot which is just part of yourself missing you have a mustache even if you're the queen Ugh. and dusty has like four mustaches four individual mustaches yes all right lucas i think there may be some word eating to do word eating what are you talking about? What? We gotta, we gotta eat our own words. We okay. Talk about uh, how this guy's bald and he's got like hair that's not hair. I think that he's just an old vehicle with a really ratty, torn up uh, convertible top. Let me look at this here. Let me look at let me, let me look at good old Rusty Rusty's here. I don't know. That's like fur up there almost. Oh, what if it's mold? That'd be. Very gross. Because, like... Is the answer to that question. Look at the entire top. It looks like a convertible top. But also, that's clearly, like, grass or moss or something. All right, someone who knows about cars and convertibles and old vehicles and whatnot, tell us what that is. Please, please just tell us what that is. Yeah, I'm looking at... I'm, I'm actually starting to agree with you. Yeah. Which brings me to corrections. Uh, <laughs> we've been corrected, or maybe just informed. I don't remember. Uh, our number one fan, Faith, has informed us that snails, they keep their shell the whole whole life. One shell. Yes, that is something we said in, what, episode eight? Uh, sounds right. That, I don't know, we just sort of said, like, I don't even know what we said. <laughs> I think we were just very uncertain, if I remember right. We were like, how do snail shells work? I There's no way to know for sure, because that's what yep. we like to say. Because that's our And goof. then Faith told us for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Rusty and Dusty. Stop giving me off subject, John. This is the most important piece of art I'll ever make. All right. Make Uh, make the art, boy. Make art. Okay. So, one thing I want to get into that's not really like, I don't know, it's not really any like theory crafting like we like to do. God, I felt pretentious when I just said the term theory crafting, and I don't want to ever say it again. I mean, who Uh, would ever talk about like, crafting a theory as if that's like a a worthwhile thing like could you imagine what if someone like made videos on like youtube or something is like uh i I craft theories i'm i'm a theorist and what if like i watched it a lot because i really enjoyed it and i found them like charismatic and i really liked it that'd be dumb right very (laughs) anyway yeah, like I said, this one doesn't really like bring too much to the universe, but I just I, I was researching these two and I got very interested in uh this fact. They they are brothers in the movie, which we'll get into, because they're brothers and they're cars. We'll get into that. But they're voiced by two real life brothers as well. Uh they're voiced by the hosts of the NPR talk show Car Talk. Uh Ray and Tom, I'm gonna mess this up, Magliazzi is going to be my best guess for that. And 
I don't know, there are a bunch of like really cool little uh, nods to the fact that they're voiced by these hosts of like, what is, if you don't know, like a really, really famous and like influential radio show. Like, uh, they always... It was called... It was called Car Talk, which is also very good for us. The Kachat? The the Car Chat? Pretty much. When it comes down to it, we are continuing the legacy of Ray and Tom Magliazzi. Uh, but except they don't they like actually talk about the cars that people like find more interest in? Oh yeah, they are incredibly knowledgeable on, uh, you know, engines and whatnot. And people would call in and say like, "My engine's making a rattling, and it sounds like this." And they'd be like, "Oh, that's your conveyor belt in the middle of the jump pad." And they and would... you need some uh, WD forty and some duct tape because that fixes and... everything. They would be almost right. They would be right almost every time. It was, I have not listened to the show Car Talk, but my dad is a big fan of Car Talk. uh, Mm. And he has always been very impressed with how they do that. But there are a bunch of little nods to to Car Talk in their characters. Uh, One of the the little sign-offs of Car Talk is they would always go, I think at the end, but I don't know this, they would say, and don't drive like my brother. Don't drive like my brother. And they do that exact exchange in Cars 3, which is oh, pretty boy. fun. Nice. Yeah. And there are other things, like one of them, uh, Rusty, who we've been talking about a little bit more, is modeled after uh, the one he's voiced by. I think Ray, but I'm not sure, his like, actual car that he owned. Nice. And talked about a lot. And I just thought that was really cool. And like what I just did probably wasn't that funny, but I was very interested by it, and I wanted you, our listener, to know about it. As long as we're talking about not funny things, why don't you go ahead and give us your your uh, your very not fun fact? Yeah, I got one this week. I did find out that in between the first and third Cars movie, I don't know exactly when it happened, one of the two brothers who voiced them did pass away. And that is very sad. He was very influential. They did still have him in Cars 3. They did the same thing they did with uh, Don Knotts for... Toy Story 4 is they just like Had a lot took of old lines and cobbled them together with really cool audio editing to make them sound like their new lines, but... Well, rest in peace. I... Yes. Uh... Why would you make me say that? I was just gonna <laughs> not talk about that, John. <laughs> because we can always cut it, and because he was a very influential man who did a thing that's better than what we're doing right now, and is also in the thing that we're talking about. And he deserves acknowledgement. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Anyway, they're brothers. How are Cars brothers, John? How do Cars brothers? When it comes down to it, how do Cars brothers? Okay, so squishy bit. Yes. And the squishy bit is brothers. They're squishy brothers because they're yeah brothers, mothers, sisters, and your friends. Is that a lyric? That's. I don't know. Because... I'm not sure if it's a lyric, but it sure did sound like you were just having a stroke. <laughs> Alright, so cars have to have the sex, and and then brothers happen. I'm sorry, Yeah, you, you, you cut out a little bit there. Uh, what do the cars do? They... Cars, uh, they have the sex, and uh, they use their, their headlights for the sex, and uh, then that makes squishy bits, which they then vomit out for sure, they vomit out the squishy bit, and then those squishy bits 
like a Venom esque symbiote just like go straight into a bunch of a hunk of metal and then just combine with it, get absorbed into it, and then again, like like a symbiote uh, person relationship, they become one, and that's how cars do with the brothers. That was pretty solid. And I mean, we've we've talked about, you know, childbirth within the Cars universe before. So it's not like, I don't know, unheard of for us. That uh, doesn't change everything. But like the fact that they're brothers is like some really strong evidence. Like I, I just listened through our, our episode on, you know, aging and, and youth and childbirth and whatnot. I think it was childhood is what we called it, which is a pretty good joke. Good job us oh yeah but we we were very uncertain we were like ah they're like some sort of examples of families but they're not you know we we don't have super concrete ones but no we've got a really concrete familial tie here okay so symbiotes uh did you know that venom is carnage's mother i in no way knew that no okay so uh the venom symbiote was feeling really weird one day and then all of a sudden, part of it just like slopped off. And do you want to know why Carnage is red? Blood. Yes. So Venom was absorbed through the skin. That was how Venom was absorbed. And that's a part of like the, oh, he's just like this kind of symbiote. But then Carnage was absorbed through open wounds in uh, Cletus Cassidy's body. And because of that, Carnage didn't bind with his body as much as he, like, combined with his blood, which turned him, like, the weird red-black splotchiness that he is. Yeah. Also, do you remember that time that we were at, like, a trivia and I was really mad because they got the answer wrong? Yeah, you said they were wrong about which one was the most dangerous symbiote. Yes. The question was, who was the most deadly symbiote? And of all of them... The answer should have been Carnage, because he is a symbiote bound to a serial killer, and he's just psychotic. That w- He was born into psychotic, murderous rampage, whereas the most powerful, which I knew this at the time, the most powerful is Toxin, because Toxin is the like second offspring, so it's... Uh, Venom is Carnage's mother. Carnage is Toxin's mother. But Toxin was bound to a law-abiding, I think, cop even. And, like, constantly fought to not be evil. It was, it's weird and good. But he wasn't the most deadly because he doesn't kill as many people. It isn't, I don't know a ton about Toxin. Does, is Toxin's thing, he, like, touches people and they die? I don't think so. That's... That sounds like what Toxin's thing would be, like he's poisonous or something. That, that, that would know. be very, like, superhero movie-ish. Yeah. Toxin's weird color scheme is that yeah. he's, like, red on half of his body and black on the other half. That's fun. All right, so Rusty's Brothers. Yes. What is... I, 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 think we can, I think we can go ahead and get into what I think will take up basically the, the rest of the episode. The toupee. You are right. Why has he got a toupee? And why do they not make a medicated hair growth treatment? Well, I think as we discussed earlier, we discovered it's not really a toupee and we were completely wrong about that. It is more evidence that he's an old decaying car. 
Yeah, but it's a toupee, man. It's a toupee. I think you're we're right in that it's meant to look like a toupee, but I don't, I don't think in in universe it's supposed to. It's intentional. Like I, I don't think Rusty Rusty's. Gosh, I love saying that. <laughs> uh, intentionally messed up his. You know, I don't know what that's called. Uh, the converting top? bit of a convertible. <laughs> I, I guess yes, convertible top. top. Yep. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I feel silly calling it that. It's the top. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he messed up his top just to look like he had hair, which he doesn't know what that is, you know? Okay, so let's talk about it. His name's Rusty. The other guy's name is Dusty. Let's talk about Rust in regards to cars. These brothers. John! They sell a... John! Yeah? John? Yeah? That brings me to a question from Liz. Oh, boy. (laughs) Smooth transition. Listen... You bring up the thing that's the question from Liz is about, and I don't want us to answer the question without, you know, saying the question first. Okay, what's the question? The question is, it is, here we go, uh, is rust like flesh-eating bacteria for cars? Like necrotizing fasciitis? I don't, I don't think it's like if that. If you will. Because if it were that, then this ointment would be a, a like... I don't know, a much more serious thing because, like, you you would just die within hours without this ointment. I mean, but, like, rust is a pretty big deal. Like, it's not, like, as deadly, obviously, as flesh-eating bacteria, but, like, a guy's mouth falls off because he's so rusty in the first movie. Oh, shoot, you're right. His mouth falls off. Like, multiple times. Like, it's a running joke. It happens a couple of times. Also, Mater is just covered in rust. Is it more like leprosy? I don't know. It, it usually just means they're dirty. But if someone's parts are falling off, that would be like leprosy. I mean, at a certain point, oh. doesn't rust start to like eat through metal? Do I have a fundamental misunderstanding of rust? I think you do, but in the wrong direction. It's not at a certain point. That's what it is. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's what I meant, basically. Rust is just the oxidate, like oxidize, oxidization of metal. So, like, if a car is turning to rust, that's not its uh, flesh being eaten through by a bacteria. It's its body, like it's like when you get a sunburn and your skin just starts peeling off. It's your own skin just being destroyed by something. That sounds pretty close to a flesh-eating bacteria to me. <laughs> but here's the thing, it only affects the exoskeleton. Yeah, like, it it doesn't, you know, affect... I'm not saying it affects the, the squishy bit. I'm saying for car, it is the equivalent for cars of flesh-eating bacteria. Or rather, I assume Liz was saying that. If we're assuming the exoskeleton is like, I don't know, an actual skeleton, per se, uh, then... I think it's more of a bone disease. Okay, sure. Oh, no. I, it's probably cancer, isn't it? Yeah, I sort of came to that thought right as you did, bud. Well, let's talk about something else. Their new <sighs> bone cream. Yes, that's... They sell a, a medicated bumper ointment. That's the phrase, right? Yes, Rusty's fast-acting medicated bumper ointment. That... Lucas, how have we not talked about this before? It's making me reconsider. Okay, so 
So they got they got bodies that are cars, and we're all like, "No, it's just an exosuit made of metal. You can't medicate an ointment and put it on something that's just metal and that do anything." Yeah, it's it, got to like, be a biological metal for sure. Meaning, like that's a part of the body rather than just like a suit they're wearing. So, like, just these characters existing, either these two characters are selling just nonsense, like, voodoo dolls of, oh, it's, it's real, it's it's totally real, and it does nothing because those words don't mean anything, or, for sure, their bodies are flesh. Yeah, and that actually is a actual good transition into, uh, there has to be a better title than the wiki quote of the day, this week it comes from https colon slash slash pixar.fandom.com slash wiki slash Rusty's medicated bumper ointment. Give me that give me that quote of the day that or something better than that title. Yes. Wikipedia. <laughs> what I got here is the product was created by brothers Dusty and Rusty Rusties and is somewhat of a ripoff. As the, cus- as the commercial states, actual results may take up to 36 weeks, which is about nine months. Okay. But th- I don't think that takes all of the air out of, you know, it being medicine. I, because, like, I mean, clearly it's not it's... fast acting, <laughs> as they claim. One would imagine that if you consider the car body to be bone... That, like, it taking a long time to heal would make sense. Yeah. Like, if you have something that's, like, degrading your bones, and someone comes out with an ointment that you can rub on yourself that will eventually heal your bones, and it takes nine months because it's ointment, I get that. That makes sense. If I rub lotion on my foot for nine months, and it all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden... I don't feel that pain from that time I probably broke it anymore. That's that's good enough for me. Yeah, and like the fact that they have the figure, the exact figure of actual results may take up to 36 weeks suggests that there was like research done into this, that it's, I don't know, FDA approved. That like that, that was an FDA like mandate that they have to state that. But if the FDA mandated it, then, you know, it has to do something. Man, I've got so many feelings about specifically that. It it has to do something, and it says up to that, 36 weeks. Max. That means that that's like, that's the cap of, oh, if it takes longer than this, it's just not working. That means it has an effect, and it takes, like, at most that long. So that's, like, evidence right there that, this is a real product, which means I don't understand the wiki quote of the day or the, uh, the uh, title that's better than that one. Uh, but like, how's it rip off if it definitely works? I will say be much easier just to like sand off the rust, uh, apply some layers of sealant and whatnot so that you don't rust anymore. That, that'd probably be a better idea. All probably very true. You do that. It's you're treated in, I don't know few hours versus nine months but maybe that's the thing maybe maybe rust is more of like a 
infection or bacteria or their version of it. Maybe they can't just, you know, sand off the affected areas, you know? Maybe that's why they don't just do it. I mean, sanding off the affected areas is essentially like if we got a sunburn or a rash and we just, like, burned off that skin. Yeah. I I mean, what I do when I get a sunburn is I put aloe on it. Maybe this is just like aloe. It's just aloe vera. What if they're just selling aloe? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Rusty's medicated bumper ointment is just aloe vera. We've made a big breakthrough with that. But the I We've also discovered that we need to do an entire new biology episode because for sure these cars, they're they're not just in robot suits. Yeah, I, I gotta assume and we like again in childhood. Uh, very briefly touch on this the idea of like their bodies being very slightly biological which i think could still be the case we could still be like pretty close to it 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 may just be like they have a main squishy bit and like their outside is mostly mechanical but like is sort of linked biologically but is not fully biological if that's a thing that makes sense at all what i just said I mean, does any of this make any sense? No, absolutely not. Which is why we make a podcast about it. But <laughs> <sighs> true. the The idea of, of medicine at all in the Cars universe is very strange to me. Hey, Lucas. Go ahead, Johnny. It's time for a fun fact. I was waiting for it. Give it to me. Uh, the product known as minoxidil is a solution that is the main active ingredient in products such as Rogaine. It is the product that specifically stimulates uh, follicle uh, blood flow. And due to this product, the way that it works, it it has some sad side effects. Like it dries your skin out and it doesn't work on uh, receding hairlines as well. But uh, the the fun fact is that uh, I can't confirm this. There haven't been enough studies, all that jazz. But if you use it, on your face and you are a man do not do this at home do not do this at home do not blame me uh if you do this it and you have like like the reason you would do this is the reason that i did it you have a lack of facial hair you can you can put it on the area of your face where you want to be growing facial hair and uh it will stimulate the follicles in such a way that it will turn vellus hairs into uh more mature developed hairs and that is how I have hair on the side of my face now. <laughs> Why would you? T- Lucas, I put the main active ingredient of Rogaine on my face until I could grow a beard. Honestly, and now I'm, I've got one. I'm not even judging that act. What I am laughing at is you deciding to tell whatever audience we have by the time this this episode comes out about it. Lucas, if I had known that I could do this earlier i would have done it so much earlier again it's not a it's not a great beard it'll just make whatever you have more and again no guarantee that it's going to work it just worked for me and has worked for a lot of people but more research needs to be done uh actual like real studies need to be done uh it does cause certain strange issues like if you ingest it in any way which do not do it will cause uh heart problems uh, oh, if I was you, hoping you were uh, going to say it makes hair grow on your tummy. That's less fun. <laughs> it makes hair grow on your teeth. Uh, and it will cause dry skin. 
there are other side effects that I haven't really experienced much of. It just, uh, if you consume it, which if you put it on your mouth and you lick your lips, it will cause uh, a bit of anxiety. So don't do that. Yeah. And John already basically said this. This is not a recommendation from us to do this. If In you fact, want to I am do insisting this, that you do not do this. Yeah. Wait until studies have come out, consult physicians and whatnot. Do other things. Don't do this. I did yeah. it. It worked for me. It might not work for you. For all I know, it could kill you. Do not do this. And if you do, it is your choice and has nothing to do with us. Got that liability out of the way. Our lawyers are happy and non-existent. Absolutely. Man, you sort of went all in on the toupee idea with your facts and not fun facts, huh? And we sort of, uh... I really, I really care about making sure that I have hair when I'm old. This is something I know about you. And also, I really care about having a beard. Another thing I know about you, I'm just saying, it's funny, since, like, the, like, five minutes into the episode, we're like, oh, that's not a toupee. Ah, well, dang. There goes an entire talking Yeah, I I put, I put all of my eggs into one basket, and then I threw that basket off of a cliff, (laughs) and now I'm still counting my eggs. Yeah, man, if, I wouldn't have noticed that, is all I'm saying. Yep. I th- so, there's my fun fact for the day. Let's talk about Dusty. You know, we haven't talked a lot about Dusty. We've talked a lot about Rusty Rusties. Let's talk about Dusty Rusties. What's up, John? What's up with Dusty? Is he? What is? He's like the Luigi of the two, but that's sad because, like, he's based on a real person, and I don't want to think of either of those people as the Luigi of the brothers. Because who wants to be the Luigi of the brothers? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Luigi doesn't even want to be the Luigi of the Mario Luigi brothers. John, I hate to break in. I've got breaking news from the Cars Wiki here. I was just looking at at uh, Dusty Rustiza's profile here. It's not just Rust. Uh, Rusty and Dusty are there with a can of Rusties to fix it, or at, at least ease the burning itching or soreness that plagues so many cars with rust there are other physical symptoms so is it a rash i think it's a rash is it chafing it's i think like that sounds right it sounds like a rash it hurts them though you know but a rash that's so bad a rash that's so bad your jaw can fall off (laughs) yes but like I think that's more lends more credence to their their bodies are biological in some way because they can feel pain from them, which we've talked about a little bit. But like, yeah, that's very direct, you know. All right, oh, I want to no. get a oh, little. No. What is happening? Okay, so not fun fact time. I'm pretty sure deer carry leprosy. Uh, that's just a, a weird, crazy thing. But also, you could, like, have leprosy and not exhibit, like, symptoms for 5 to 20 years. Yikes. So, like, you spread it to a bunch of people because leprosy. But, man, that's sad. As always. It is treatable. Yeah, I was I was going to bring up that leprosy is much more treatable and with modern medicine. So it isn't... takes 6 to 12 months to treat, though. Which... Oh, shoot. John, that ties right back into 36 weeks for it to work. 6 to 12 months, or right in the middle. Rust is leprosy. Like, for sure. 
Oh man. Oh man. That it's so rare that we get something that gives us really solid evidence. Usually we are just making up, you know? And clearly we still are. But like, man, that's some like that that works. That works really well. It really does. It requires six to twelve months of a multi-drug therapy. Uh early treatment avoids disability. So like your jaw won't fall off if you get early jaw treatment. Off. Air- <laughs> it's spread through the air, coughs or sneezes. But guess what? Moisture in the air is the cause of rust, meaning that rust is also an airborne illness. It's I mean for sure this is leprosy. Lightning treats the the rusty cars in that first scene like what mm. how people would stereotypically treat that group of people. He doesn't want to get near them. He feels incredibly uncomfortable around them. And like that's to show lightning is very superficial, which he is. But like yeah, rust is leprosy, my dude. Oh, these two are the like are single-handedly selling the cure to leprosy, and they're not making much money off of it, but they're just doing good, honest work trying to help these people out and underrepresented people, you know? Underrepresented a suffering class of people, and all I can talk about is how one of them has a toupee. Uh, one of them doesn't have a toupee and it's just like gotten to a little i mean he has money he could have afforded to fix that little bit yeah but maybe it was intentional it could be a toupee or their version of it i don't but how would they know to get it fixed because i don't think he wants to lose touch with the people he's helping i think it's the bumps the scratches the bruises along the way that let him know that he's a person and let him know what he's striving for. He wants to help the world. This is, man, these two characters, Rusty and Dusty. Yeah, that actually, what you were talking about with them staying like sort of humble actually goes back to what was like my runner up for the wiki quote of the day or a better title probably, which is on Rusty's wiki page. It, they talk about in his little bio uh, about blah, 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 blah. Rusty and his brother Dusty created a small empire out of their mother's garage in Boston. It's been over 15 years. Their mother has watched the operation grow into a household name with factories all over the country. Rusty and Dusty's mother says she couldn't be more proud of her two boys' accomplishments, but hope that their next big move will be to finally move out of her garage. They still live in her garage? Yes. They sold the company for like millions of dollars. Yes, these are like very rich men. They sponsor a race car. (laughs) They sponsor a race car, own the medicated bumper ointment business, and they live in a garage of their mothers. Yeah, they they don't, they, I gotta assume they're just the two most down-to-earth people in this universe. They they say, ah, we don't, we don't need much, you know? I mean, if their mother wants them to move out, then I have a feeling they're a little too laid back that could be very much the case and probably is but no what if they're living out of their mother's house because they really just want to put all of the money they get into the business so they can help as many people as they can i think that's pretty much definitely what they're doing i think oh man 
I really like Rusty and Dusty, John. <laughs> I mean, they seem like really great guys. Like, they, they've got a great story with their voice actors. One of them is named Rusty Rusties. They seem very down to earth. They're, they're honestly, genuinely one of, my, like, the funniest parts of the movie for me. I think they're very funny. Oh, man, I really like these two, Johnny. Yeah, it's a lot, man. The fact that they have factories, as they say, all over the country, multiple factories means, like, rust is a pretty big problem. I mean, imagine if, imagine if leprosy were the common cold. That's pretty much what this would be, because it's, like, the disease. Like, everyone gets it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you avoid it? All it is oh, is Oh, man, time. this is good. Oh. On their joint wiki page, it says, personality and traits, Rusty and Dusty like to joke around a lot. They're both very kind, especially to each other, as well as Lightning McQueen. Both appear to treat their fellow Rusty cars as a family. Oh. Golly. Yeah. We found some good cars this week, Johnny. I think that this Profiles in Carriage <laughs> has been very successful. I, I guess... But, like, how much of this were we actually talking about, these wonderful boys? Oh, how much are we ever talking about anything? Good point. We did make a podcast based on something we only, like, slightly care about. By slightly, I mean we enjoyed the first movie a long time ago. I will say, I very much care about talking about it in this fashion. I get very passionate, but... It's it's something... You're very much right. It's something you grow to love to talk about. That the movies themselves... Yeah, like... Cars 2, I enjoyed the movie, but like talking about how messed up it is, that's great. Yes, absolutely. Johnny, it sure feels like it's about time to wrap this one up. What do you think? All right, yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up. Cool. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at the Kachat. If you want to send us an email, we're the Kachat at gmail.com. Both of those, all one word for the Kachat. The hyphen is not in there. But for Spotify, it is? Spotify, it is. But that's just like the name of our podcast, you know? Yep. All right. Uh, Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm john.c.bishop. I don't remember exactly what your name is, but is it LL Cool South? It is. Nice. You you follow me if you want. I don't really care. Uh... (laughs) If you're on something where you can give us a uh, a uh, rating or a review, that'd be super cool of you. That w- like uh, we would comment. appreciate you doing so. Yeah, that stuff. Subscribe. I don't know what you can do. I don't know what platform you're on. But do Please all those things. Please recommend it, it to grow. all your friends. Recommend it to Tell, everybody. Find your favorite group chat. Just send the words, the kachat, to them right now. We'll wait. Just send a We're link. not going to wait. Just send a link to the kachat. No, we'll wait. We're waiting right now. It is the future, but also the past. So I guess we're waiting, but also we're going to wait. Yep. Hey, f- hey, folks, I just edited out three hours of us waiting for you to send that text. Least you could do. Send it right now. Or Lucas, no. Kako I is, think this- Kako is asleep now. It's been we've been recording this episode for eight hours. Okay, so that was some interesting math you did there, John. <laughs> oh, we talked about the brothers for like uh, five hours, and then you cut <laughs> down all of the parts where I wasn't actually talking about the brothers. So, please, Lucas, it's been eight hours. 
Yes, I think we've said everything. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Lucas. Float like a, a Cadillac. He's John, sting like a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>